0: War, predation, these will be subject to de-emphasis, these will be subject to de-evolution. New evolutionary paradigm will give us the human traits of truth, of loyalty, of justice, of freedom. These will be manifestations of the new evolutionary. And that is what we would hope to see from this. Um, so what I like to do and what I would like do on every podcast is like, I like for my guests to tell, give everyone else your personal bio and like, mm-hmm. you know, who you are, you know, how you got into this particular niche yeah. area of interest and all that jazz. So go for it. Yeah. So my name is
1: Brendan. I am founder of Hiro, the occult social club. Um, I'm from Long Island, New York, originally now living in Brooklyn, And yeah, I got into all of this, the occult, esoteric, all of that um, in earnest. Maybe I I guess it would be going on five years ago. Um, I had one of those where the occult like knocked on my door a lot harder. Like I gave a little like, and then it was like, boom, boom, boom. I had an experience with what I later came to understand was Apollo. We can get into that more in depth later if you want. But I would say it's been kind of, I've been in the enchanted worldview most of my life. My mom was into certain kind of areas of like the new age. And that's very like, you could manifest your world and all of that good stuff. So from a young age, I kind of, even though I was like a science kid, I had this dual perspective where somehow... We have more to do with what's going on around us, even if science is perfectly legitimate. So that's kind of like the Reader's Digest version for me. Cairo also started in quarantine, September of 2020.
0: See, um, yeah, oh, that's, so crazy. <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, that's when we started. Uh, right. Well, we started recording in the summer, but we released our first. I feel our first episode. No, but, yeah, September was like when we were like in the full flow. Do you remember yeah.
1: when in September? I it was
0: the either the beginning, I think the second or something like that. I think oh, I okay, we were
1: like I think Cairo launched on like the thirteenth mm-hmm. and I got the idea oddly enough, well, the idea of Hyrule didn't like start as Hyrule. but oddly enough, I was watching a documentary, which now I'm thinking I should get the name of the documentary for when I'm telling the story. But me and my boyfriend were watching a documentary about women stylists in hip hop in the '90s.
0: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's on Netflix, or was?
1: On like Prime or something. Yeah, or maybe Netflix. yeah. And by the end of it, for some reason, I was like, "I'm gonna start a spiritual TV channel." Like, if Sean Combs, could da da da. <laughs> <laughs> So the obvious place to start with that, I'm like, well, I guess I'll make content for Instagram. And I made an Instagram synchronicity TV. And the idea was, you know, to make high, well-produced occult videos. Mm-hmm. And as I'm going through the process of trying to build an Instagram, which I had never done before, because my personal, I've never tried to do anything with it. and realizing what a slog it is on Instagram to build community, to connect with people. It can be very hard. And so I'm like, maybe I should explore a venue to make a community as a feeder for the content. And that's when all of this really started. I got that knock on the door and it was like, the community is the thing. There's like Mm -hmm. enough content, let other people do that. That's not what you're excited about. What you were really looking for and the inspiration was I couldn't find other people to talk about this stuff with in all seriousness. I was finding it very difficult, even though I'm like in the city and following a bunch of people on Instagram, but it could be hard to make relationships on Instagram or on Twitter. It can be, you know, not everyone is excited about you diving into DMs, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then the idea kind of came to me all at once, like one night, it just like fell into my head and like, I'm still like picking out parts, like things I thought about in those first few nights or things we're only like now revisiting. I've kind of rambled, but yeah. No,
0: that's, that's, that's exactly. I feel like how that's how a lot of, I think ideas or the people that I know that we're in, I will say a larger group of people that were kind of like, re, the path was re, uh, realigned or re-pivoted in a different direction. I feel like that's how it was like something that happened, idealized all at once. And it was something that, and it's also what I, I don't know if you felt this way, but it was also something that felt doable and totally accessible in that moment, right?
1: Yeah. And that was the strange part because eventually I'm like, okay, I need to start a social network. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. how the fuck do you do that? Mm -hmm. For some reason it felt accessible. It didn't feel like something that was out of the range of possibilities, which is magic itself. Because at this point, if I, if you were to, if someone were to come to me and tell me that I was going to do that or something, I would like laugh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love that point you made about it just seeming very possible in the moment.
0: Yeah. Cause I think when we're all like, because we were all in quarantine, it seemed like you you were just, everybody was just sitting there and it was, and I guess maybe getting us, all of us out of our normal routine where we could think, it did seem possible, like I have time now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I could definitely see that. And that's, that's, (laughs) it's so funny. That's the story of a lot of folks right now. I am curious about, so I know that my whole life, I guess you said your mom was into Mm. manifesting and whatnot. I was someone who I could say without a shadow of a doubt was also, interested in we we're very very religious but also mm-hmm. into the, you know a rational person but also i'd ha- had these like unexplainable experiences yeah dreamy you know in the dream world and things of that nature and i became interested in like i think i saw some like weird biography channel documentary about edgar yes. casey when i was like a, a preteen i'm pretty sure that's what happened and so I, you know it that
1: kind fun. of stroked
0: yes it kind of like <laughs> stroked my interest um so is that similar for you? But you mentioned Apollo earlier. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So I was into all of it kind of just thematically and aesthetically. Mm-hmm. call that was always interesting, loved horror movies, loved all of that. And all of this really started in earnest. I, don't know, I think it was, like I said, it's like five-ish years. So I think the beginning of 2017 or maybe the end of 2016, either way. Um, I was watching The Magicians and the show that's now on Netflix Mm -hmm. and sometimes I get into these moods where I'm like, I'm going to go on the Internet and like solve this mystery. Like, I'm going to be the one. (laughs) Solve aliens are real. Solve magic is real, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And I just got into that. I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I hadn't like looked into it since, you know, you're like 13. Mm -hmm. I knew people were Wiccan that never really, like, called me or resonated with me. And I looked into it, and now I'm finding the Tumblrs and Instagrams and all of this stuff. And it's all very exciting, but I'm kind of, like, I don't know. You know, when you first find it, there's kind of that excitement, but also that, like, I don't know if this is a rabbit hole I should be jumping down.
0: No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast, it's yeah. a podcast so ra- rabbit holes are what podcaster? <laughs> yeah you know I, had a fr- I have a friend greg uh i don't know if you know open the open loops podcast but he routinely interviews folks that have been abducted by aliens he was like mm-hmm. "How do I tell people this is what i do it's just like you just do it it's like that's what i'm yeah. podcasting about so yeah we love rabbit holes continue <laughs> so
1: strangely enough i'm on the phone with my mom and i'm like i'm trying to figure out if magic is real on the internet and like her she I I expected my typical mom response being like, you're so silly, boy, shut up, whatever. And she just goes, magic is real. And I think that's something that you should pursue. I never had the courage to pursue it, but I I think that you should do it. And my jaw was kind of just like on the floor. I was like, what do you even know about this kind of thing? You know what I mean? I'm just like, what? It felt like a very movie moment. Um, From there, I dove in the first... I felt comfortable landing was like sigils Um, and I wanted to do a sigil to improve my artistic ability I'm like pretty decent artist I was like that's something measurable I'll be able to see it Um, I lived with an art student at the time she went to Pratt and so she like knew kind of how proficient I was Um, and so at the one day I'm doing the sigil thing I didn't Think to be private about it or anything so we're like Mm -hmm. watching TV and I'm like in the zone like tracing out the sigil repeating it and when I was done before like doing the ritual part she was like what the fuck were you doing the energy in here was so weird and I was (laughs) witchcraft and I like leave and I go and I do my little ritual I burn it I you know have the orgasm do the whole thing Mm -hmm. um I think maybe a week or so later, I buy a book, Drawing with the Right Side of the Brain, in which the author talks about in the 60s, um, our teachers used to make students work with their left hand. They felt like the product had more merit, was more exciting. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, I haven't tried doing anything with my left hand since I was a child. And, you know, it looks janky as hell. The increase in ability between my right and left hand, even though I am not left-handed, was stark. And it was something I could see with my first attempt. And then within, like, three hours of using my left hand, it was magnitudes different. My roommate was like, what the f- what the fuck did you do? Like, how is possible you're not left-handed. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. And I was like, wow, I birthed a new hand. This is this is it. And, you know, kind of ebbs and flows, especially in the beginning. So that was really cool. Didn't really n- know what to do next. You're reading a lot of things, yada, yada. And I remember I had always been, like, irrationally focused on, like, just the god Apollo since I was a child. Okay. Um, went through the whole Greek myth phase, and that just stuck with me, like, I remember I'm like 12 years old on message boards on like primordial AOL, Yeah, we're we're like role-playing the Trojan War and I'm like being Apollo and all that stuff. And there was also like a kid named Apollo at my high school who we were not really like friends but he would just like appear when I like needed something. And this was all things I realized in hindsight. But one night I got home from work, I was working evenings and I'm sitting on the couch um, I decide to meditate. I fall into an unusually deep meditation, unusually fast. And then I realize that I'm rocking back and forth. And I'm like, okay, that's weird, but like it feels nice, just like go with it. And then I feel a very light pressure around the crown of my head. And I'm like, do I still have my beanie on? Did I take it off? You know, you try to do a body scan. I couldn't tell raise my hand to my head. There's nothing there, but it's palpable. There's like a weight. And then I find myself just saying like, I love you out loud to nobody. And I have these feelings. Like I can't really describe the feeling. It was very expansive and like loving. And I'm kind of like lost in the moment, but I'm an Aquarius. So I'm never totally lost in the moment. So part of me is like, what the fuck is going on here? And like the whole thing is happening And then I'm getting flashes in my head of like Laurel crowns and the sun. And I was like, part of me was like, is this like Apollo? Like I see people talking about the gods on Tumblr kind of thing. And I, for a second, I believe it. I start to like, you know, the voice comes in, the rationalizations, the sensations kind of die down. But I remember being left with the feeling that something was telling me to fast. Now, I was hungry, and I thought this was my brain. I felt like I was making this up. So I'm like, fuck Mm -hmm. that. I'm going to eat. I'm going to go to sleep. i got to go to work. Mm I ate I went to sleep. I'm woken up by my coworker calling me to tell me I'm late for work. I look at my phone. I was due at work, 10 o'clock. My phone said, my iPhone in 2017 said the time was 7.30 in the morning the fo- the time was wrong on my phone Ooh. i screen cap it to send it to my coworker cuz i'm like no one's ever going to believe this i get the sense immediately that this is because i didn't fast it was one of those i mm-hmm. gave instruction you didn't mm-hmm. listen on my way to work i'm like rushing i'm just thinking about this and i'm like i know like the two sides of me are fighting. It's like, these things aren't connected. And the other part is mm. like, we are 100% connected. they
0: connected, yeah.
1: And I get to work. I slip in without my manager noticing me, which was weird. And then the day ended with a raise. And when it ended with the inexplicable raise, I really, that's when I was like, okay, that was a, when I say jump, I'm going to need you to listen. Like, if we're going to do this, like, mm. things are so very wonky. Like, this isn't fake. Like, I just, something happened that just does not happen. Like, the time being wrong on an iPhone. Um. So, that was the beginning of me diving into things, like, more in earnest. Those, it was, like, this back-to-back punch of, like, just magically birthing a new hand. And then that whole experience, just, I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm in it. Let's
0: go. I think what you said was really important about, you know, fighting with both parts of yourself. And I think that's something that never goes away because I certainly still do. Yeah. Um, That's something I think that people don't ever talk about, you know, that you still, we, and and I think it's also kind of healthy.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: You know, if you want to elaborate, there's sometimes as as human beings, we can put our own sauce on what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily what the truth is or what the, the, the meaning of things are, you know, we put our own shit on stuff that, I'm just using shit, <laughs> I'm just saying, we put our own shit on stuff to, when it's not necessary. Um, yeah,
1: that's something we yeah. talk about, like, a lot on Hyrule, is, like, discernment. Having that, a certain level of self skepticism, not to, like, pour water on your own flame, but at least running a quick checklist, like, could this be anything else? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember... One time, I think this was during quarantine. I experienced a lot of like time wonkiness. Um, this is another like time story. I was watching Antiques Roadshow on Pluto TV. I don't know if you know Pluto TV, but you cannot rewind. It's just like live TV on an app. But
0: that's wonderful. They have Antiques Roadshow just going on channel. And it's TV. a twenty-four
1: hour channel. They just play it. I, I love it. I'm oh my I'm God, a, that's amazing. Thank you. That. No, yeah. Pluto TV. I'll get you the channel. I'll Instagram it to you. Um but yeah, so I was watching it and I'm working at the same time, like doing some Hiro stuff. And there was a segment about a Chinese jar. And then some woman had something that was like signed by all the Beatles and it was rare. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing my stuff. And this was at maybe halfway through the program. So those things happen. I'm doing my work. And then I'm like, Are they talking about the same thing? The segment played again. The one about the Beatles played again. And then the show continued. There were a few segments after that. Now, this all sounds rather normal because, you know, sometimes TV fucks up. But the show ended on time. How how did a segment glitch out and play through twice and the show still end on time? This was one of the times that... I called my mom like I was just like this just happened I don't really understand how it's even possible I ran right. through all of the checks but mm-hmm. I think those things are important because yeah it just keeps you grounded. It's yeah. A lot of yeah this could you can get carried away.
0: Yeah and 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 we're in the midst of a lot of getting carried awayness and I just talked about this the other day um and I'm glad that you run a community that is you know, facilitating a groundedness, it sounds like, you know, the facilitating a groundedness with the stuff because it definitely can get, um, folks can definitely, (laughs) can get, and and speaking of, speaking of which, like, I've seen, um, I've seen a lot of, like, TikTokers on your community as well. A lot of um, Mm -hmm. TikTok, some of the the good, you know, some of the more uh, interesting folks on TikTok and uh, some of the OG occultists as well. What has that been like? What has been, A little bit of the old and new, or just people that have been doing this for a long time with people on social media? Like, how is that community? How's the community blended together?
1: Yeah. So, one of the things that we hold very important on HIRO is respectful discussions. So, we love the fact that we have practitioners who have been doing this for like 40 years, as well as people who have discovered it in the past few weeks. Because HIRO isn't engagement driven it's like discussion driven the way that it's built there's less of an opportunity for grandstanding it's also not profile driven so Mm -hmm. you're not going to act up on the feed because no one's really seeing anything when they go to their profile they're seeing like who you are you've answered a few questions it's set up differently in that way and we really make sure to say it several steps in the signup process and just in the community to really push forward. Like we're here for respectful conversations. We're not here to agree. People right. often disagree, but it's how are we disagreeing with each other and keeping in mind something we say that we push a lot on Hiro is like we're posting for posterity. Mm-hmm. Hiro is like a world of information that people can walk into. So keeping that in mind while you're commenting, it's not that you're censoring yourself at all, but like you want to be, you don't want to be snarky. You want to provide value to people because the way it's set up with the different topics, someone could be in a deep scroll and see a comment that changes the trajectory of their practice that like happens fairly often.
0: Mm -hmm. So I think
1: being intentional about it is what keeps the balance going
0: right. That's dope. I, I mean, I think that I think you well, like as right as soon as you said that, I thought to myself that is probably been the thing that's been irking me the most, and I'm, I'm, like lately with the community at large, is people trying to be engagement driven with their magic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? which sometimes we do need that. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. that it's important. You know, if you're doing spiritual work for a living and whatnot but it also i wonder what these little back and forths about you know everything is really is it worth our time Mm -hmm. you know and discussion and creating more discussion driven conversations instead of well that doesn't belong to your culture or this doesn't which are those are core conversations but more like oh well you shouldn't be doing this and that or that's not a part of this this significance Mm -hmm. and this this. because sometimes it does feel like it's good to deconstruct, but sometimes we're deconstructing too much. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. And like losing the forest for the trees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But that's dope. That exists. So, what are some of the things like I know you guys do workshops? I've saw, seen a couple of cool workshops. And what have been some of the more interesting discussions that have gone down on on the app that you've been like, this is one of the better discussions and I got we, something out of it? And this is. We
1: actually had one last night. And it's interesting that you brought up, you know, having those deeper discussions about appropriation and all of that. We had an office hours. So we have office hours every Friday. It is not a class. It's not a lecture. It's literally witches and occultists coming and shooting the shit, focused on a particular topic so it's not a mess. Um, And last night we had one on eclecticism and chaos magic. And it was... Again, we have practitioners of all different kinds, all persuasions of identity. And it was so refreshing having a conversation about appropriation that was not limited to, like, I forget how many characters you get on Twitter at this point. And diving into nuance. And one of the questions we went over was, like, is it possible to have a pure, quote unquote, practice? And what does that even mean? we dove into the fact that, you know, cultural appropriation is a new idea. The act has been going on for a long time, but going back a thousand years, people were not thinking, people came through, they liked something about the spirituality, they said, I'm going to take that and make it my own. Um, And so what does that mean about spirituality now? What does that mean when we are deconstructing or reconstructing? It was one of the deeper conversations we've had but we get into stuff like that a lot we've had a lot of great conversations around um the norse concept of weird and um demonology which is something you don't often get to talk about without like whispered tones which has been great there's like a handful of demonolitor more than a handful of demonologists on hyro and We've had really great ones on Chaos Magic and all the, we have them all saved. There's like a playlist, it's just for members, and I'll link you to so you can browse at your leisure. But yeah, they're all recorded so that, one, yeah, sometimes we're shooting the shit, but sometimes it gets really juicy. And they're usually only, the events are an hour long, but there have been ones where we're at like two hours, 45 minutes, just like really getting into it. And that's what I wanted. That is what I wanted is a multidisciplinary just world of conversation where people can, whoever wants to come and contribute can. Like I said, there are people who've been practicing their whole lives as well as newbies and office hours sharing their takes and perspectives and people being like oh my god I've never thought about that that way before just all of that like I'm rambling mm-hmm. All very exciting. No, no
0: no 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 and you're right because I I I love I literally love this idea because it, I love having substance when we talk about spirituality and yeah. also also it's been if you're not like I'm, I've never considered myself as a person who would become like a practitioner of someone who was like here, I'm going to do your tarot, I'm going to do your, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, but I've always, also, it's nice to engage with people on these issues, and talk to people about it, specifically from someone who's not, not trying to learn to read for other people, but Mm -hmm. someone who is just interested in the work itself, or interested in, you know, whatever kind of type of magic that I'm interested in at the time, or what, you know, what, what it is that day that I'm, I want to talk about, um,
1: and I yeah. think that's that's
0: needed you know because it just I think that I was telling someone this and I've said this on the podcast repeatedly I feel like we go straight to spell work but not the why or a lot of people go straight to for the I need it now and we live in we live in those times we live in yeah. a time where yeah. folks need immediate answers but it's also spirituality is very difficult and it's not easy like you said earlier about you know being late <laughs> Mm -hmm. and not really following the instructions like you need to fast and you didn't fast and you know you still it's just there are consequences you can't skip anything that's the
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's just like you know with working out like you can skip leg day but your legs are not gonna look (laughs) that is the unfortunate that's the same thing with spirituality you can skip these things but you're not gonna get the full thing the full thing that you need out of it when you skip things and I, I love the idea that there's a community that's doing that. Um, I am curious, what kind of, so what kind of, uh, what do you, what are you, what do you kind of see yourself in the community as like, as far as practicing and what do you, I, uh, people ask me this quite a bit. I don't like to identify as a witch for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, I feel like how I write, identify as, for, in this community is like, not like it's like a genderless thing. I like to consider myself as someone as like an amateur like I'm really interested in the history and I'm interested in um, Mm -hmm. how all of these things intersect culturally, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't necessarily go around calling myself a witch or anything like that. I'm just a curious, I'm just a nosy person (laughs) that that adopts certain things on my spiritual path. So how would you identify yourself and like what you practice and things that you like find that work, the things that you believe in?
1: So that's interesting. So as Hyro has grown and takes up more of my time, my practice has changed a lot. I used to love getting down and doing the spell work. It was while I was coming home every day, and it wasn't a spell every day, but I was sitting at my altar and vibing and doing all of that. And like as things get busier and I have less bandwidth, one of my worries was what's going to happen to my practice. You know, I started Hyro to learn more, and I have learned learned every single day. Do I have a time to? apply the specific things that I learn every single day? Absolutely not. And we were talking about this once in one of the office hours. Um and what has been fascinating to me is I don't have the time to sit there and do the thing. But I'm still doing the thing and I know I'm still doing the thing cuz the things are getting done. Like, Hyro is self-financed. I'm unemployed and did not really have savings. The things I need keep coming. Mm. Um, someone brought up in that office hours, they were like, you are a will worker. Mm. And that really sat with me, which didn't really sit. Magician is cool, but too many people are going to think about pulling the rabbit out of a hat. So I don't like
0: yeah. That's a mantle.
1: Yeah. It's just yeah. not a mantle. And... That one really sat with me because the one thing I've been saying from the beginning is my work is becoming more, increasingly more will based. Mm. Um,
0: I love that. By the way, I feel like that. I, it it
1: it, it's hard to like. I guess really, it's like maybe I'm just in the pocket and knock on wood, knocking on the floor. Maybe one day it won't be in the. But like it's. I'm at the point in my practice and it, like I said it may be a sweet spot I'm not trying to jinx myself but I'm like do the thing and like the yeah. thing happens and I'm like oh shit and I, I'm i feeling one of the things that I wanted to explore the most when I got into all of this was like ceremonial magic and part of me was like that is 600s level don't mm-hmm. start there boys start with some sigils some chaos mm-hmm. magic work your way up mm-hmm. <laughs> feel that call again and now since I'm feeling the call I'm waiting for like the space to open up right because I know one can't be coming in without the other so we'll see how that works out I don't like write it on my profiles or anything but if I were to pick something right now that's Will Worker just feels right
0: and there's a name for I don't know if there's a name for it or not I love that you said that because um, there are some people, and I was telling my friend Brittany Lee, who's a a medium and a tarot reader, and uh, she's awesome. I was, we were talking about this. I said there are just some people, and I've heard other root workers talk about this. There are some people that they if they just they don't even realize that they have this power. If they just say something, it just happens. Yeah. It just happens. Or if they say that's going to do this, the the shit just appears or it happens. So when you said that, that immediately resonated with me because I feel like there's a lot of people that are just naturally. Everybody has a gift. I feel like some people can just, you know, as they say, speak things into existence and make something out of nothing, you know?
1: One of the things that, like, I love that the occult and esoteric gives you a different filter through which to view your past. For me, I Mm. feel like one of the juiciest things you can do with it and especially in the beginning when those two parts of you are fighting you're kind of mm-hmm. looking backward and looking forward and for me one thing that I noticed is and I credit this to my mom's new aginess but there was a time in high school when like I realized that connection about myself I say the thing and then it happens and I was I became increasingly more intentional and more mm-hmm. and more intentional. And, you know, you're growing up, so sometimes you're not always the most intentional with shit and shit goes wild. Like, I was, mm-hmm. like, very much a planner when I was younger. I was, like, a high-achieving student. I had, like, the thing. And so when there got to be a point where I was, like, I'm dropping all plans, that included a lot of intentionality, but there were still things that I intended on that happened, like, I in my no-plan period. I really wanted to like get into nightlife and like get into the top of the scene in like New York. And yeah. again, I was not working. I like, I, when I look back, I'm like, how did any of this, like, it how did happen? this
0: like,
1: was not working? We're going out every night, like hosting at like the clubs, like celebrities are there. I'm having like the full, like experience. And looking back, I was like, Brendan, that was all intention. And then I just kept going backward. And I was like, Maybe there's something to this. And there has been. And I will say there are times when you can see it more than others. Um, I received, I've had a very, from the outside, from my objective mind or someone else seeing it outside, I've had a very trying like two and a half weeks. Mm. But the changes that I have made mentally since starting on this path in earnest, as I keep saying, just the grace that I've been able to like move through it. You know, sometimes you notice the change in yourself mm-hmm. and I've really noticed it. I'm like, wow, anxious thoughts pop up and I'm like, hi, And they're just gone. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I'm fighting with them all day anymore. I was like, wow, yeah. something popped up. I said no. And it was like, okay. And just like left. Yes. And I was like, that is growth. Yes. It's so. <laughs>
0: just ruining your whole damn day.
1: Because Those thoughts
0: will ruin your whole yeah. day. I mean, you know, I've, full disclosure, Cancerian, Scorpio Moon, Capricorn Rising. So I do tend to, <laughs> I do tend to, I will stew and I bottle the yeah. and I'll stew in like, you know, and like now it's, you know, the, these, these things that used to, you know, the, re, the rejection or the, mm-hmm. uh, when things, one little thing goes out of place. It's not a world ending Thanos yeah. shit anymore. It's, It's like, okay. All right. I'm still here. I still am grounded and have everything maintained around me, you know? So it's, it's, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I, I can relate to that. It has been, you know, this summer has been very interesting. It like, there's been some interesting energy in and out, (laughs) some stuff like some cleaning out, some spring cleaning, Mm -hmm. I feel like,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but also more growth and also more things that like, I feel like the, the, when the quarantine was on super lockdown, it was like everybody was working hard, mm-hmm. working, working hard. And I feel like everybody's still waiting for things to kind of trickle in a little bit. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, the last two weeks have been difficult for a lot of folks. Um,
1: Something's like so can... Didn't Uranus go direct or something? Yeah,
0: something it's to that effect. Like, oh, there's an Aquarius happening. moon tomorrow, I believe.
1: Yeah, big um, people up- energy happening. Um, yeah. hold on one second. You said something, and it reminded. Oh, I wanted to say to you, and this was kind of like a channel thing, because it was like, tell her. You'll be surprised how far you can take the new calm. It can get to a place where now something like the rejection happens, and instead of like completely like going into the crab shell, you're kind of just like, you can get to a place where you're like, it doesn't take away the emotional zing, but like you're so grateful for the ex because you know it is like i'm a firm believer and i say this all the time on Hyrule like things we cannot control the things that happen to us Mm -hmm. but we can largely you know there's exceptions to everything largely control how we perceive the things that happen Mm. and for better or worse because i also call it sometimes like my, my it's not po- It's not toxic positivity, but I call it like pathological optimism. But yeah. It's not pointed at anyone else, but things happen to me, and my immediate response is, "How is this for me? This yeah. is this works in my favor somehow. I just have to like keep playing with the lock until I hear the click. Yes. And it it really it's transformative. At least yes. it has been for me i always preface you know i don't want to everyone has their brains are set up differently but like for me that's it's like energetic like a kaido like you can yeah. take the momentum of something bad and use it for exactly what you wanted to happen
0: anyway oh yeah that transmutation yeah. thing or transmuting that in interest, mm-hmm. so speak. Yeah. yeah i need to think about that you know that's that's good because that's good um that's good. I was like, huh, like I'll be thinking about that later on tonight when I'm <laughs> manifesting or trying to like write out my, you know, uh manifesting stuff this evening because we talked about this whole second season, which is which has been kind of long. I haven't been consistently up consistently uploading because I had mm-hmm. this crazy demanding job mm-hmm. that was taking up like all my mental time away from your bandwidth. What I, bandwidth and what I was supposed to be doing. And then I said, mm-hmm. Okay, well if I need to give this up and this isn't my bread, give me, and I got another job (laughs) this past week. I'm like, okay. And I was like, okay, well I need more money. And then the more money came in. I'm like, okay, great. And so I'm, what I'm, you know, all the the shakiness because I desperately need that security um, Mm -hmm. is being provided in some way or another. Yeah. Um, But also, yeah, it's that is it's hard to it is hard for a lot of people. Like, if it isn't materialized in the way that we think it is, it's hard to mm. do that spiritual compartmentalization that you yeah. just did there. That, that, uh, that Aikido, is, as you, as you said. So, as a whole, like, so the community you described honestly sounds amazing. And well. <laughs> what are some of the other like, read, like, where else do you go aside, aside from your app, or like, where else do you find see yourself like kind of scouring for information and? and uh or places that you sneak and look at on the internet you know
1: i have my um like my personal instagram i'm another like you i'm very into history mm-hmm. so most of the time i'm not scrolling i can't say i'm reading but like half the time i'm listening to something something is on in the background right. i just love immersing myself in that i've also realized like i'm an i must be an audio learner Cause I like love having something like educational on in the background, and like I'm not paying attention, but I'll like walk away being like, "Oh, I learned shit." <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. it's weird, but um, scribd. I spend a lot of time because you know free books. Who doesn't? Yes, love the, like history book or occult book.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but that's really I don't as now because I'm like running a platform. Like, I can't do something like delete Instagram. But I feel more like that now than I did in the past.
0: Since like, you found your um, place, essentially, um, though, right?
1: Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And I'm like, this is exhausting. There's so much noise. And, like, it's just so much noise. And, like, the things that aren't noise, they're not, like, substantive. It's, like, a taste of something. And then the taste of something is just to get you to, like, buy something for the full taste. So I'm just like, I'm tired.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, that's it. I've never... Like I said, I only ever had my personals. never really used social media to like, by the time Instagram got like big, mm-hmm. I had exited the time in my life when I would have used it the way most people use it. Like that nightlifey thing, like it was still, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. by the time it got big, I wasn't even doing that anymore. I'm like, what am I going to do? A, I don't want to post a picture of my bagel. That's our yeah, thing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm big on no one gives a fuck about this bagel. Yes,
0: exactly.
1: I don't, really like, I don't really like post unless yeah. I'm like doing something yeah. that's of note. That's also an old, like, that's low-key like an old, old headway of being like on social media, though, a little bit. is like sharing something only when it will matter to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, now we just share because something, and it. to amend, I don't even know if it's an amendment because I don't know if I finished my sentence, but like for a while it was like, you know, sharing the bagel, but like people don't do that anymore because they won't get engagement. Like everything is about engagement. Yeah. Like I stubbed my toe, but I realized that will get me engagement. I'll take a picture of that. And mm. it, that just is, that's just, like very, that's just very, I don't know, it seems exhausting to me. That was another thing. A reason of why I wanted to, or why I started Hyro is I am like I wanted a community. I am an entrepreneurial person, but I was like I have no interest in being a personal brand.
0: Mm, I like love I that.
1: love coming like, on podcasts to have a nice conversation with people like you, but like and like we're in a place of like growth. There's like 1,100 people now, so I know like eventually I'll have to be doing some lives and stuff. But I was like I don't want that to be my job. I also don't want to be the face of Hyrule. I don't want people to be joining because they're like clicking with my vibe. Like, it's.
0: I love that.
1: It's just not for me. It's just not.
0: I it's love that. Not, like, it's rising
1: that. because Leo rising, but like the Aquarius in me, that Leo part of wanting to be out front, right? It needs to be with people I care about in the context I care about. Yeah. So I'm very upfront in Hyrule. I know most of the. People there. If you've done more than like sign up and like never say anything, I probably know you by avatar and name. If you popped in, I'd be like, oh, hey, Kevin, what's up? Mm -hmm. Because that's a space that matters to me. I do like and feel called to leadership, but like I don't, the way it, the way the avenue to, the avenue that leads to leadership in the context that we're in now is just one that I, it would take more from me than it would give to me. And I just didn't.
0: I love that, Not the idea me. of anonymity in a way, or like keeping, being able to discuss, but also that feels old school to me. Mm-hmm. Like remember when yeah. the message boards were a little bit more anonymous back in the day, you said, yeah. AOL, where it was like, you no one knew who you were and you didn't have the risk of that. And you could actually talk to people about things. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels, a like, old school. Yeah, and, like, people.
1: I never thought cool about that, too. Like, a lot of people on Hiro, you do get to know them, and, like, certain people, you know their names. But people have, for the most part, aliases, you know. People in the occult are usually a little bit more secretive with their social media yes. for mm-hmm. reasons. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, you can come in and decide, in this space, you know, I'm Merlin. And everyone will be like, what up, Merlin? And, like, that's just it. Like, and I, I love that and like i didn't expect to or nor was i looking to create something that i would be told was like life changing for people and that's been one of the most like moving mm. parts of this experience is people coming to me being like i'm a lurker on every other social media i have severe social anxiety but they feel safe posting on hiro they feel safe coming to events and sharing. They're like, not only do I have anxiety, but I don't know anything, but they can still show up and speak and network. We've had people meet up in the real world. It's just, it's turning into like a real thing. And I, I love that.
0: That's, yeah. I, I love that too. Um, yeah. I think that all in all, like from what all the things that we just discussed, um, I think for myself, I, I think that if you spend a lot of time in this world on social media, on other platforms, you will mm-hmm. kind of find yourself disappointed sometimes. Yeah. So I think that that was part of my frustration and it sounds like you're running, you know, you're running a platform that's trying to do the complete opposite or not intentionally, but just doing the opposite by virtue of how you, you know, your spiritual path.
1: Yeah, we're you trying know. to create like a real space. Yeah. Where people come together and share experiences and tips and like learn things together and actually get to know one another. Um, like I was talking about office hours before and like, those are th- super, we have a few like theoretical events. Um, and we used to do office hours every single weekday night. It used to be five nights a week. And what we realized is as fun as that is and as nourishing as it can be we're also a community and we want people to get to know each other. So right now we're like focus grouping mm-hmm. a few different events that are, we're still exploring the occult together, but we're getting to know each other as like people as well mm-hmm. as practitioners. Like we have a tarot games night. That's been like super fun. Wasn't oh. sure how that was good though. Um, so far I have like a few games, but so far we have, um, Workshopped one that's like who am I you know when you hold the card to your forehead and you ask people questions that's been super fun and we also do one called fortune cookie where I use like a fortune cookie generator and we share what card we think best fits that fortune and why Mm. and it's been great we get to know each other in things like office hours and forum just by virtue of people's answers. And we also like share our successes and failures and all of that. But with these games, what I liked is I'm getting to know people in a completely different way. Mm -hmm. Like there was a member who you can tell took the time to think out of the box with every answer. I wouldn't have known that about her previously. I loved getting to see people's thought processes and hearing why and it's a, it was another fun event where people who are super skilled and people who like just bought their first deck can still come together and have fun and both be learning um we're just trying to create different things like that like another one we came up with is this is now super in development came up with the idea the other day but like kind of like an occult show and tell so like yeah. bring an item that really resonates with you and reminds you of one of your deities or i mean that was there were a few other ideas for different ones in perpetuity, but like things like that, where we can really see each other and start to learn about each other. And I think that's one of the reasons why there's not, I would say there's maybe like 2% drama on Hiro. And it's because like, are you really going to be snarky or go off on someone that you heard about their struggles in office hours, or you know that you may see them in an office hours in a few weeks. Like you're not just going to go off on people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like different getting to know someone beyond their avatar. Um, A lot of people like keep their cameras off, but even just hearing a voice, Mm -hmm. you're less likely to come for someone. I think like that in combination with me being present as the founder, it gives that like, principle in the hallway vibe where everybody like behaves a little bit more like if mark zuckerberg were active on instagram wow would everyone be acting up the same way if he was wow. like seeing everything personally and they knew he was seeing it and not in the
0: facebook groups either yeah exactly you know what i yeah. mean like yeah so i love that i'm excited about what you created i think and i'm so and for the longest i didn't know you were a poc
1: uh, mm-hmm. For some
0: reason, but I mean that—not that that's of any importance necessarily, but it does yeah, yeah, matter yeah. in some ways, you know. But, but um, it's, different.
1: it's different for the space. It's
0: different for the Yeah, exactly. I think that um, it's good to see more and more of us in the in in the community and out and talking because I know that a lot of times there are not a lot of us represented. Yeah. In, in the community, at large and there are, there are of course certain elements that are we 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 know that we can say that uh, we've been here. You know, mm-hmm. or, or there's historical things that we've been here, we just don't, you know, we may not be updated mm-hmm. communicating apart the part of community. And all these things emerging together is um really refreshing. Um, so if you what I always say, what I always ask too, something on the podcast we always do, and I've not done, I've loved this today, this conversation. You I think I'm we're both feeling like this like nap time. <laughs> <laughs> <know> <laughs> yeah, for me. And it's like I feel, but I mean it's been a, a chill conversation so far, but Something that I usually ask is like we like homework on this app, we I mean on on the podcast, we usually excuse me, we usually usually say, hey, um, is there something that you would like to share that you think people should be interested in aside from HIRO? Um, is there something on HIRO you think people should check out? Is there a certain subject that you think is interesting right now that's just been on your mind and just share that with everyone?
1: Um in HIRO specifically, I would say check out in office hours. Like sign up there every Friday, like actually talking is an energizing and enlightening experience. Um it's different than like I said a class. It's not just someone talking at you, and then you're talking, maybe linking with someone in a chat room, and like maybe you're dming them after it's, there is a host leading the conversation. They come with questions in case a conversation like dies down to redirect us, get us thinking, yada, yada, yada. But it is not, there's, it's not a top-down experience. It's a true conversation. Mm-hmm. So if you are someone who is interested in like just talking about the occult or what you've been experiencing or what you love, or like I said, a trinket that reminds you of your deity is like, there's a space for that. If you're looking for, like, actual, like, occult friends, there's a space for that. Um, one thing I will say about Hiro, and we started doing, like, new member events. Like I said, Hiro isn't engagement-based, and that can be pretty jarring for some people. It is jarring to come in. They're used to getting, like, 45 likes, this, that, or the other. And everything, for the most part, gets engagement, but what's important, like we're saying, is posting for posterity. The question you ask or the thing that you post and you're like, oh, I only got like 15 likes on this or only three people commented. Someone in a deep scroll can have their entire practice transformed Mm -hmm. by seeing what you have contributed. Mm -hmm. So if yeah, if you're that if you want to make occult friends, have occult conversations, and like contribute generously of yourself in a way where you're like, I've done this. Maybe somebody would benefit from it one day. Like, join us in terms of pointing people at places. Yeah, give us
0: some will worker advice. Give us some will worker. <laughs> I mean, well, I'll just give. Us hey, some no, no, no. I have one because this was something
1: I wanted to bring up. We were talking something about this earlier. And then the conversation moved. But like a spell work thing that you brought up and you know, we're like, we're not seeing the results we want. Mm -hmm. Reorient how you view results. Now Mm -hmm. I say this backing up a few paces. The things we desire are avatars for more foundational energy. Money for you means something else than money. And that's different for other people. It could be freedom. It could be independence. It could be adventure. It could be security. Mm-hmm. Figure out what the things you want mean to you symbolically. And then you are more able to see those things starting to manifest in your space. So for instance, if it's money, and for you money represents independence. So your friend inviting you on an impromptu road trip, you getting a day off of work that you didn't expect. Now, especially with the day off of work, right? You're thinking, oh, well, I'm making less money. But your heart is asking for freedom when you're calling in money. Mm -hmm. You're getting the result. And I really feel like magic is about noticing the the grains of sand until they become a sandcastle. If you can notice the grains, you will get the castle. The yeah. castle doesn't just appear, and it's it's all lies in knowing what you're actually asking for. I wanted to say that earlier.
0: That makes so much sense because I think that a lot of us right now don't like the idea of incremental change, but that's what <laughs> you know what I mean. Hates it, <laughs> like the very yeah. idea. Yeah, and a lot of people hate incremental change, but that is kind of how it works. With yeah. Like, it is like incremental until
1: you're like, boom, like, oh shit, it's here. You mm-hmm. know? Um, or. You have to think about the things that we. Oh, boom, it's here is usually never good on your system.
0: Yeah.
1: It is a gift that things come in grains. Yeah. When things come as a sandcastle on top of you, we're usually quite upset. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, what is this? And then you forget things. You get distracted.
1: You. you just. Yeah. It, it, cause it, We're kind of like huge ships, right? Like, or at least our egos, because we keep adding to them. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of time to turn it around.
0: Yeah.
1: Even like 30 degrees. So you want like little things. So then as you're turning, it's not like overwhelming and disorienting and you get lost in it because you want to, especially the things that we, the things that excite us are the things that we are most likely to lose ourselves in. And the whole key is keeping your feet on the ground while these things are happening because the things that are happening aren't you. And when we get lost in things, there's a propensity for us to feel like when they end, part of us is ending also. But if you keep your feet on the ground, that sensation is very much released, relinquished.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Well, this has been dope. I really enjoy the conference. I can't wait. To, I need to come on and join you guys. I've been. I've been do, not, do. I just. I don't know. I've been in my own little. You know. Been it's doing also
1: weird day. because like it is an app, but like at this point, like they have different tiers. I don't have all the money to give them for like a white labeled one, so it's like mm-hmm. a very nondescript app on the phone. I understand why sometimes like we have people come back and be like, I completely forgot about this. It was like in the back of my phone, and like I get that, but. Hyrule is you get back like what you put into the experience and like right. the people who like put in a lot, like get back a lot. Um, and then, and I'm not, this isn't negating anyone's experience. Like we say, we love our and learners. There are a lot of people that lurk and they learn and that's what they want and it's great. But if you're looking for more of that, Ooh, I'm meeting people and vibing and this is spicy, mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. around, reach out to people, come to events.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I love that and I love the idea that it's not based on engagement and that this is not a, a creation that was made simply as a way of another van- spiritual vanity project. Mm-hmm. To be honest, yeah. it's, it's about creating, legitimately about creating community and facilitating discussions and learning. I love that idea. It yeah. feels really authentic and congratulations and I'm really yeah. excited to, to really talk and go to Facebook and be telling folks about it and you know, wherever I wherever I lurk on the internet, um, I'm excited about it. And I'm saying thank you for doing this too. Um, oh, it means to to you for a while.